0: Mom, you know, we had a conversation in the kitchen once and I've I've never forgotten this, but she just looks at me and she goes, yeah, you gain weight in your belly. And from that moment, I've always just been very self-conscious of my belly. It hasn't been something I've wanted to show. I've wanted to reveal. Um, I've always thought I was bigger than other women. You know, I'm 5'9", and I'm tall and athletic. And it was like, oh, I can't show my belly. Mm -hmm. And um, I've never told her that, but it's something that stuck with me. And she's, y'all would adore my mom she's an, she's angel. an angel really she like is. from heaven she's an angel yeah and she just made an observation that i took as truth mm-hmm. you know and that i took for a long time and so for each of us i know that we as women have that it's either a parent or a sibling or you mm-hmm. said something or you saw something on tv or read something of how you should look or should be and um, for us love your belly movement is just about really rewiring and changing the dialogue and shifting it so that women and girls of all ages can start to embrace and love themselves in a way that they feel good and feel healthy. Mm-hmm. Because I don't believe it's what you look like or your size, it's how you feel in your body that's really gonna support you in doing the things that are important to you in your life. Right? Because not feeling good in my body held me back from a lot in my life, right? From experiences, from going to the beach, from going to the pool. I can remember, I mean, as young as sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Being in a one-piece swimming suit on a beach, what is it? like a, a chair, and everyone else is in the pool, and I'm like, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. You know, from that young, being like, I'm in my job good. not know, keeping my shorts on when yeah. I went in the pool. Mm-hmm. Keeping my shirt on when I went in the pool. And like, there's like stopping me from experiencing all that life has to offer. Mm-hmm. And so our movement is about you setting aside, saying those things that don't support you. Right? and like letting the I'm too fat, I'm too big, my body's not perfect, I don't look the way I want. Like putting all that aside and doing the things you want to do anyways. Mm-hmm. Wearing that dress, you know, wearing your bikini, wearing your one piece, wearing your short, like whatever it is for you, and just letting yourself totally embrace who you are because you are a freaking goddess. <laughs> like on like goddess. Like you were put on this earth to just a boom boom boom. (laughs) It's true, you know. Like we and then something Junior talks about Rob Everett too. He just adores every inch of me. We already said to me the other day. Some of you know that some of my teacher training babes are like, "You have a man," and I'm like, "I know." (laughs) I don't know how it happened because there's someone that's really important to me for a long time and didn't happen for a long time. You know, I was single. (laughs) Everett, when he heard this, was like, "Huh?" And I was like, "Ah." What was, like I would call myself single like casually dating for probably like 8 years right never in a relationship talk about independent woman ladies mm-hmm, yeah I was like you know what it's time for me to try right to let myself go there and the same thing with every said to me the other day I was like we we're going out to dinner and I was like babe do I need to put makeup on and he was like baby, if we were going to the White House, you wouldn't have to put makeup on. And I was like, ah! Yeah. And then the other day, I had my like, shorts and t-shirt, and I was like, do I look good enough to like, go to, is this restaurant fancy? Can I go there? And he just looks at me and goes, baby, you can go anywhere you want to go in that. And I was like, I'm <laughs> like, just like, we are goddesses. Literally. To men, to women, to whoever, and it's just like, our beauty is so unique and powerful in mm-hmm. a way that our femininity is just like, whoosh. And it just has a power to change the world, and so that's what I want women to embrace. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's shifting for relationships; like mm-hmm. dynamics are shifting and for men. Um, it's sh- it's shifting for them as well mm-hmm. um, because my parents' relationship is very different mm-hmm. than my relationship with my husband. Um, my mom has they, they well, they have a traditional marriage. So my mom does all of the things, literally all of the things. Mm-hmm and it works for them and she loves it and, it, and she's and she's really happy with it and that's wonderful and she always tells me like she'll call me and she'll be like what are you making rob for dinner and i'm like rob's making himself dinner like i'm not making him dinner and there are times i'm making him dinner right but it's not every night am i like slaving in the kitchen which would be great too like if that's what you want and that's what my mom wants genuinely wants and um and I love that—that that she wants that. Like that's how she shares her love, and um, I don't share show my love in that way. I share my love in different ways, and um, and that's something that I mean. It took me also took me time to meet Rob, mm-hmm. and um, and he just had to know that about me, yeah. and just and just take me in that way. And so that's been really special too. Is, is that our dynamic has shifted, and also then I see my parents' dynamic shift. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, my dad was saying because Rob, my husband, he like will do his own laundry and all my dad does not and um my dad was like well i can iron a shirt and i was like okay well let's see it you know i would love to see it and so now that we're that we as women are shifting Mm -hmm. the men are shifting and then it's going kind of what we were talking about earlier about like it's it's all, my dad, my dad's now looking up to us in that way, which I think is really cool and different. And also, we're looking up to them. It's like, okay, gee, maybe I should be making more dinners for Rob. Mm-hmm. You know, like those kinds of things. We're always learning. Right. Um, it's finding the balance of it. Yeah. And our relationships are something that we really love to share and talk about. And I don't know if they know. You know, like Rob's will ask me all the time. He's like, what are you talking about on the podcast? And I'm like, Talking about that disagreement about last you know. week, you know, and that kind of stuff, which I think is really interesting. And I'm like, maybe you should I listen to that episode. <laughs> um,
0: so um,
1: it's just it's just fun. It is fun, and, and you
0: know, for you know, for me, and I think the most important thing for me is when I started loving myself, like really, like letting go of all the things that were holding me back, and it's not all the time, it's not every day, yet starting to really come into myself was when I found love, you know, is when he found me, and something that he'll share with me is, he, boy, Gina Marie will tell you, any of these girls will tell you, he loves watching me. Like, he'll just sit back and be like, there she go, let her do her thing. (laughs) And he just loves how I am just so in myself, in my body, Loud and out here and doing, and it's like when I was able to just fully embrace myself was when I was able to stand toe to toe with a partner, mm-hmm. you know, and be with him. And that is um, something that I'm still striving every day to continue to love myself because I know that's how he loves me and how I can best love him. Was when I first am really committed to loving myself.
1: Yeah. We're just very grateful that you're here. What a great going. question! We're that you're listening to us because oh, I mean, we gosh. have no idea what you're thinking, which is really interesting. It's, an <laughs> interesting. it's an interesting experience to be talking and sharing and have no um, well response, and then also not know, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really I'm really grateful for it.
0: You know, this is really a practice for me to in everything I do, like with a podcast specifically. It's You record the podcast, we record our podcast, and then we put it out there, and it's like...
1: Yeah. Hands off. We don't think about it too much. Like, someone was asking me earlier, like, do you edit? Mm, No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, We're not editing. No. And we put it out
0: there and let it be. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like that, because in my experience, in my past, I can also get caught up. So, you know, in teaching yoga, some of you in here are yoga teachers. It's like, how was that class? (laughs) Was it okay? This one person did this thing, and I can think about it. Mm -hmm. For a long time afterwards. How many of y'all do that with conversations? Yes, yes. Exactly. Right? It's like, oh, what could I have said different? Should I have said that? Do I need to call that? When I'm done? Like, and like we so much have this mentality of thinking. It's like, oh, let me go rethink and revisit. And with a podcast, it's recorded. It's done. It's out there. Mm-hmm. I know. And that's such a lesson for me with everything is like, let it be. Let it be done. Let it be complete. Mm-hmm. Let it be out there. And then learn and grow and continue moving forward from that. And of course, if you look back on something, there's like, oh, I need to apologize yes. <laughs> or like, yeah. you just go do that. And then you let that be done and yes. move forward. And it's just like that in life. And so this is such a beautiful. Because uh,
1: yeah. who knows what our thoughts are going to be in five years, mm-hmm. even next year, even next month. Mm-hmm. Like things could be different and changing. Yes. And um, we, we just. We really don't have much say around that, really. Mm -hmm. Like we just go and do it, and we don't. We choose not to overanalyze ourselves and um, be too hard on ourselves, Mm -hmm. and put it out there and see what happens. And if we get a response, great. If we people aren't into it, okay. Then our moms will still listen. Yeah. Listen, I listen to everyone. Haley doesn't necessarily listen to everyone, but I listen to everyone, and um, and I find myself just like giggling on (laughs) on my walk, you know. So, um, so this is this is very special. So, thank Mm -hmm. you, thank Thank you so much. We're very grateful to be with y'all. Any
0: final
1: burning questions before we that we need to address our love and
0: acknowledgments? There's a few more here. You want to go? Okay. Are shared. y'all okay?
1: Do you need a bathroom break? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <Yeah>. Break. <laughs> okay. You can take the bathroom
0: or wine break at any time. So we'll I'll, I'll like highlight them and you pick the one. Yeah, from. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. So one of them is the worst She's
1: experience not. ever and
0: what you learned from. Oh yeah. yeah the yeah. other one is
1: biggest
0: insecurity. Um, mm-hmm. Or third one, are you having babies? And if so, what would you tell the <laughs> babies? How would you like? Cute. <laughs>
1: I love love all those questions. Um, I do want babies. I'm terrified. (laughs) I'm actually... My husband and I are actually scared to death. Um, We love our lives. We love our lives. And um, I'm also... Well, not not anymore. I was a classroom teacher. This was my last year. And so I'm used to working with kids. I work with grades 4th through 8th grade. And then all the little babes, too. I teach music and theater. And... um, so I love kids, and I know there are a lot. Like I know that, like being with them all hours of the day. I know that, and um, so yes, I do. I do want kids. And what was the second part of that question? What would you tell like, them? What would you like? What's the one thing you would want to impart to them? Oh, uh, expression, free expression. Mm-hmm. I'm like a big proponent in that. I feel like being in your skin is one of, and being truthful in your skin and loving who you are and yourself. Just being free, like, just being able to walk around and, and just be how you want to be and sing or draw or whatever it is. I think that would be, like, one of the most important things, allowing them to be who they are. And my parents did that for me. I was very different from my parents. My parents are very type A, and I, my parents <laughs> call me type F. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I would just like be singing and making up. I had two imaginary friends, they were twins. And so I just was very different from them. And I would go out anywhere we were and start performing and singing. And they just were like, What is going on? And, um, and that was one of the best gifts that they gave me, is they, they really fostered that creativity in me. Um, that's what I have to say about that. I can't wait to have babies.
0: And I don't know. Yours if I'm are going to be so but. cute. <laughs> like, I'm ready. That baby, like, I'm, I'm ready and I'm not ready. And, um, Everett would have had babies with me like a year and a half ago if I let him, you know, he's ready forever <laughs> yes. ago. And I'm like, okay, let's get married first. Boy, uh, well, wait, let's get engaged first and then get married, you know, and like do some things first. And, um, I've always wanted a family since, since I was little, since forever. I can remember wanting to have a family. And, um, you know, it's something that scares me too, especially mm-hmm. because I know that women a lot of women have challenges having children and their journey with getting pregnant and having babies and some don't and there's a lot of uncertainty there. Y'all see it, here I am like, ah. <laughs> You know I, was like, ah,
1: yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen and,
0: and, and then like that like what comes with that is like oh wee and um and I am I will want to start a family and I don't know about soon there are a couple of things i like would like everett to do first before we do that like propose you know and get married and, and eventually you know good timing i'm also not rushing that something that i've been putting my attention on this year is um just really i mean it's very yogi but is uh like being in the present moment and just like not putting any pressure on it not putting any pressure on myself or on us or on the relationship and um, really trusting like the perfect divine timing that I 've experienced in my life and allowing that to continue for myself. and what I will tell my sweet babies, which is something I 'm working on telling myself all the time, is um, you know one, one thing Juniper knows is some of you do one thing I 've been working on talking to myself, like when I speak to myself, sometimes I can be kind of harsh, like subtly harsh, my like brain is sneaky, I 'm like, "Oh, that was me.. <laughs> 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 But it's starting, like, some of the things I say to myself with, like, oh, my sweet darling, you know, was like, oh, my sweet darling, it's okay, or, oh, my sweet darling, I know it's hard, oh, my sweet darling, I know you're scared, and it's going to be okay, and something I would tell my sweet children is, oh, my darling, like, I know that sometimes it's hard, and I know that sometimes it hurts, and continue to have a lot of compassion and love and kindness for yourself as you learn and grow, because your mm-hmm. life is going to be beyond your wildest dreams. Yes. Just beyond Beyond anything you can imagine or think of right now. Good one. That's a great one, right? Sweet. I'm working on it.
1: I'm working on it myself,
0: too. You know, it's just like I tell myself that often, day after day after day. Mm -hmm. And um, because it will be. Because it is. Always. And. uh, Oh gosh, we are going to have babies and y'all, this podcast is going to be wild. <laughs> we're going to be honest. I just had a vision. Yeah. It's just going to be we're something. we probably. Um, Our dogs
1: are. which we I'll apologize. Yes, They're please really, forgive them. <laughs> uh, Specifically mine. She's really fiery. Oh. wonder where she gets them. What was your first question, Shannon? I remember well, the was second
0: one. There two part. others. I was like, you yes. talking the questions we
1: about the most challenging you've ever dealt with in your life and what you
0: learned from it. And the other one is do you have any insecurities do you have any insecurities? I think people are like, these gals look like they have no insecurities.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have insecurities and like how do you deal with this? those Okay, I'm gonna start with the first choice? I'm gonna start with the first one. Okay. The hardest thing, the yeah. most challenging thing in my life. So I, I was a musical theater major and um I grew up my whole life wanting to be on Broadway. That was what I wanted. And um, there was this specific event in my life. It was called the Musical Theater Showcase. So once we got to our senior year, we would audition. And they would take us to New York, and we would audition for um, agents and producers and try to get ourselves on Broadway. And um, they would only choose, or they only chose, like, 12 out of my class. And my class was... think like 24 so it was like half of us and I didn't get chosen and that was like what I put put all my um hope and faith and just my identity around was that I'm a performer musical theater performer I'm gonna be on Broadway this is and yet there was also this which I've never really shared but there was also this like a thing in my heart where I just knew also that it wasn't Mm -hmm. but yet I just kept trying to make it work and try to keep up the appearance Mm -hmm. And, um, and it was heartbreaking. And for a long time, I stopped singing. I wouldn't sing anymore. I wouldn't perform anymore, which that is, that, that, that's my soul. Like singing is my way of expression. It's a way of healing myself. It's a way of connecting. And, um, and I, for a long time, didn't like my voice. And I was really harsh on it and really judgmental on it. And I would force it to sound like my peers that had made it through the showcase and that were with agents and some of my friends that had made it on Broadway because I do have some that are still on Broadway. Um, and that, I think, was the hardest thing for me because it was who I thought I was. And then, and then it did, it, that's, it's actually not me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that was having to re... Rediscover myself in that way and rediscover my voice was, um, was a journey. It was a real journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm, I've made it through. And I feel way more confident. And it was hard for a long time. it's really hard. Mm-hmm. So that was my hardest thing. Mm-hmm.
0: I can think. Mine. Uh, there's been a lot of things. I've noticed as I put myself more and more in challenging situations becomes easier you know That's good. and and recently in my life mm-hmm. yet I will say I thought I did one of the hardest things in my life when I was in Italy and I had to rock climb up the side of a mountain and I thought I was I was like this is so out of my comfort zone I literally thought I was gonna I was like this is the hardest thing I've ever done um physically and mentally yet if I look back in my life like the biggest challenge that I've overcome was um when I went to boarding school and I was 15 and my parents were and we moved overseas to Saudi Arabia when I was eight years old. And so I grew up in the middle East and I grew up in Saudi Arabia. And the thing to do was to go to boarding school. Like that's just what you did there. And so at 15, I went to Newport, Rhode Island and my parents dropped me off in a dorm room and I was in a single room by myself and they left and I just lost it. And I remember calling them every night, every time I talked to them, I was crying. Every time I talked to them. I remember I'd get up in the morning and I'd cry in the shower. I remember I'd, like, make it through school, then I'd get back to my room, I'd cry at lunch, then I'd make it through the rest of the day, then I'd get home, I'd get in my bed, I'd cry myself to sleep, and it'll, like, get me emotional just thinking about it because it was something that was just so, I mean, for months, for months I did this. And um, my parents were great, and they, you know, my dad said, make it through a year. If you want to come back, like, if, you're, if it's not it at that time, then we'll do something else. Like, they would, they would move. They're like, we'll move back to Wisconsin. We'll move back home. Like, we'll do, like, we'll figure it out. And I said, okay. And, of course, you know, three months in, I was like, this is great. I'm so happy. <laughs> I made friends. I'm on the soccer team. Like, things were good. But that first month was something that, like, it still sticks with me. You know, especially in, um, something I'm working through, I notice myself getting really anxious, especially when I'm alone or my loved ones have left me, you know, I've gone away and then I'm in my bed alone and I'm like, have some of those same sensations. And I notice that that still has stuck with me and I had a really hard time going to college because I think it was like the same, it's like more of the same. Um, and then I had a great experience in college too. And something that it reminds me of is that things that are hard always get easier you know, or if they don't, they shift and change, and then your life gets easier. Mm-hmm. You know, something shifts, something happens, you do something different, and um, that really, like that experience in itself, taught me to be tough, taught me to be independent. I flew back and forth across the country from the states to the Middle East three times a year by myself, and um, it taught me just to be who I am, and it is why I'm so phenomenal right now. You <laughs> know, God, you are. challenging yes you know and and I recognize that and it's something that I'm constantly working with and being with so that that was hard and um and I also now remind myself that it's okay to cry (laughs) it's okay to be scared it's okay to be lonely it's okay to have all those experiences because it's human Mm -hmm. you know it's just who we are as humans we were built to have the spectrum of emotions we were built to have all of that and so before when I'd be like uh, my parents just didn't know how to deal with me right I'm calling them crying all the time and you know they're like Kaylee be tough you know you've got to be tough girl like you can do this and I could and they were right and on the other like the front of the hand back of the hand was also to have a little compassion for myself and that's what I work on in my life now is even more compassion and kindness and that's also what I do you know with my biggest insecurity about myself
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh gosh well, I have some body ones, but I think my biggest insecurity We talked about that a little bit. Um, my, <laughs> It's true, so there's that. But my biggest insecurity, Junior doesn't think so, is that I'm loud. She's yeah, loud. I, I'm, like, too much. Like, people are always like, I heard you coming. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, I just know it. And people hear me before they see me. And I think it's that I'm, like, like too much for people. You know, or that I'm too loud or I'm too much and that, you know, I won't fit in in that way and that people just won't connect with me in that way and something that I've dealt with and I think it's not so much my biggest insecurity anymore, but it's something that still shows up for me and um, it's really about, for me, not just embracing who I am. Being like, yeah, that is me. So what you going to do about it, okay? (laughs) a tough girl coming out but
1: it is like yeah that's me. I've just never experienced her in that way and it's probably because I'm the same (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I'm in a decibel I remember when she told me that one time I was like what? I'm just like so shocked like that people would think that she's loud and could be uh, sometimes for certain people too much like I just can't even imagine I just can't even imagine um I would say that my biggest insecurity is uh I'm very truthful and mm-hmm. very honest, and it's, it's really hard for me to, um, to not speak my truth. And sometimes I feel like in the past, people have perceived that as being a bitch. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always concerned that, um, that people don't feel loved or supported when I'm around, or that I'm mean or unkind or anything like that when I am actually just trying to be real Mm -hmm. just trying to be authentic and it's I think that I've had to learn how to be real and authentic with love and kindness because I I will be honest when I was in college I probably was that word um and so now I'm I'm actively trying to make sure that I am truthful in a loving way Mm -hmm. um I would say that that's probably my biggest insecurity. And you are. Thank you. Thank you. But I'll tell you, if you mess with my people, though. <laughs> it's, not, it's not love and kindness. <laughs> or, if me. Or, or if you mess with me, too. Is that I'm very loyal. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so just don't come for us. <laughs>
0: I know you're not.
1: <laughs> I know you're not. And I just feel like I need to say it. You <laughs> <I know. laughs> it out loud. So, um, so yeah, I think, that's, I think that's mine. And there's yeah. probably a million yes. others too, yes. you know.
0: Um, but you know what's so interesting about insecurities? If I look, if I really pause and look back, it's always something somebody else said to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that I took on from someone else mm-hmm. sharing that with me. Mm-hmm. Or something happening that had me be this way. Like, as a kid, y'all, we were talking about this in the car on the way up here. I've always been loud. Yeah. You will see videos of me as a child? Like, mm-hmm. I'm running around like a wild child. It's just who I am. It's part of my spirit. And um, I was shushed a lot as a child. I was like, shh, quiet your voice. Mm-hmm. Shh, talk, Haley, talk softer. <laughs> <laughs> You're not like, I'm loud? about it but it's that or like even you know with my belly or things about like you're too much you know mm-hmm. I did a training a couple of years ago and they were like you're just like on red all the time and I was like oh god what, what <laughs> am <name>? I <laughs> 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 <Woo! laughs> okay yeah. you know and, and it's like um my work to take those comments or those things and to filter and diffuse what it is I want to take from it because something I've learned in my leadership is that when I'm Softer when I listen more. Sometimes I can connect to people who are more that way, yeah. and sometimes when I'm louder, more expressive, I can connect with people that are more that way. Mm-hmm. And so it's taking from that and like being like, oh, okay, how can I take this to learn and grow for myself? Um, but for you guys, you know, looking at your insecurities, looking see where that came from. You know, yeah. Chances are it didn't come from you. You know, like you were born as a baby who was just like happy, pooping and eating. You know, like <laughs> at your essence, you come out happy. You know, and fulfilled and joyous, and then things just kind of get said to us, get put mm-hmm. on us, and we take them as our truths. Yeah. And then we, you can look at it a lot of times with your insecurities, you're just like, oh, maybe I don't need to carry that anymore. Yeah. You know, and can give yourself permission to release it and then say whatever you want about mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. So, it's true. Do you want to close? We have a number of questions around like, do you have any words of wisdom or inspiration for people that are looking to start something, like a podcast, oh, you know, yes. start something.
1: Do it! Them. <laughs> oh my God. Nike, just do it! It's so <laughs> much fun, and you don't have to know everything. Mm-hmm. We still don't even really know how to do a podcast, like really <laughs> and truly. <laughs> I feel like we listen to some people that are like on it. Like yes. one of our favorite podcasts is Almost 30 Podcasts, and these girls are awesome. They live in L.A., they know what's up. Mm. They have ads. They have, you know what I mean. They have yes. things that we. They have retreats, like things that we just haven't
0: got. We to. make no money on this. Yeah, like, you know, it's just all for joy. Yes,
1: exactly. And um, and so I would say it's just reach out to people that have done something, mm-hmm. get their insight, get their input, and then go for it because yes. we really didn't even reach out to mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. We did talk to my husband because he's like pretty yes. good at media and um and that was it. You know and, and so my it. word
0: of wisdom or words of wisdom because there will be more than one.
1: Oh, she always has three by the way. She always has three <laughs> points. So just this is several. Oh no I was just going to say one but oh, now what about four? No. Okay I'll, more. Find I'll find we'll out. I'll
0: four. find out. Uh, Maya You know, my words of wisdom, first and foremost, is to do something that brings you joy. You know, that, that, um, and it's pretty cliche, right? Do what makes you happy. Mm -hmm. Like, find what brings you joy. And as you be curious and interested, because, um, this isn't always easy. You know, like, there are weeks where Junior is like, hey, when can you podcast? And I'm like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. when can I podcast? I don't know. It seems like, it seems impossible. Mm -hmm. And so there are times where you'll have to work through challenges or do hard things. And Gina and Mary, I talk about that. There's a couple of our podcasts where we're like, y'all, we barely made it here, yeah.
1: <laughs> but we're here
0: and we're doing it. So we're going to do our best. So please give us grace. <laughs> Who knows what's going to come out on this one. Um, so there are times when it isn't always enjoyable. So notice if you're attempting to force something to happen and, um, allow yourself to, to follow your, your curiosity and your passion and your things that really have you come alive. And, um, Our sweet friend uh chelsea who is in the room she is one of the co-owners of meraki who you guys have that we sold them here you guys have the planners make shit happen planners right one of the things that's in their planner a lot is like follow your curiosity and they're actually spoiler alert doing some new things and i won't say any more than that but look out for them they're doing some new fun things coming out next year um and it really is, like, like, find what brings you joy. Like, things like this don't need to be forced to happen. So if you're interested in starting something, start it. And also be okay with, like, stopping it. Yes. You know, there's something that's been really important to Jean and Marie and I that we have, like, an understanding is that at any time one of us is, like, we're complete with this. <laughs> you know, we've had enough. that we can just do that. And neither one of us has. And I don't know if we will or when we will ever, yet it's been something that's just been fun to do. And because it's fun, we keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it brings us joy. And then, okay, three things, June and Marie. Okay, the second thing, <laughs> my second word of wisdom is to do it with a friend. You know, and, and sometimes that can seem more challenging you know logistically and figuring it out and who's a person just like find a buddy do it with a buddy Chelsea has a partner Amara it's way more fun with that Jamie has a Jamie you know it's like you have partners Shannon is Lauren you know it was like you do it with your friends and you do it with people that you love and you're aligned with mm-hmm. okay and there's my third thing then and choose them wisely yeah <laughs> you know yeah. is is choose the people in your life who are are in the long game with you and who are aligned with your vision who are aligned with what you want to have happen and um Give yourself space to allow it to happen. Mm-hmm. Again, step out of forcing into allowing. It doesn't have to happen tomorrow. And then when you're ready, just do it. Yeah, Just go for it. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. Yay! Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Well, you guys, this Thank has you. been a dream. Mm-hmm. This has been so fun. It's been such a joy. I want to make sure um, we leave with a couple of things. Probably three. Uh, <laughs> She's, is, lo- logistics. She's I am, on logistics. I am logistic. always on the it's logistics. Good, because I'm not that way. Uh, you know, one thing, you guys can follow us on Instagram at she.inspires. So you can find us mm-hmm. there and on Facebook at she.inspires. You can also email us. Do you know what our email is? We'll, we'll give you our personal email. We have an email, but we have a She Inspires email that we have on our Gmail. But you can also just send us a direct message. Yeah. If you want our email, come see us. Yeah. I think it's just she Inspires at it's something, gmail.com. It's something like that. Um, but we also, uh, we want to stay in contact with you guys. Yeah. You know, so know that we're always here. We always love hearing from you and connecting with y'all. And, um, so be sure to do that. Know that we're that's something that we love to do. You know, something that we love to do. So do that and follow along. You have to follow. Uh, love your belly is on Instagram and Facebook at love your belly movement. Mm-hmm. And uh, the second thing I'd like to do is just very generously and graciously thank Shannon. Woo! <laughs> and said, Shannon spoke a lot of loving and kind and generous truthful words about me and Gina Marie (laughs) and they're all true about her too I mean she could have been saying all of that about herself and I know that you're all here because of Shannon (laughs) and um, because of what a gem and a gift she is to Steamboat and to us and um, the one thing that I'd like to acknowledge Shannon for specifically and then Gina Marie can say whatever else she wants is um, Shannon lifts other women up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like I have never been more supported by a woman in my career and in my work and as a leader than I have with Shannon mm-hmm. I come here and the first thing out of Shannon's mouth if I see one of you guys she's like oh my god if y'all met Haley she's the best thing ever You're like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I'm like what? oh my god you know she does that for a week before I get here and I'm like what are you doing and she's just so generous and so loving and so kind and she's so humble You know, it's never about her. It's always about everyone else. It's always about the community, about the women, about us. And um, you are a leader that puts other leaders on your shoulders. And it is such a gift to get to work with you and to get to be with you. And just to welcome us with open arms. I come here and I feel at home. Mm -hmm. I feel so at home because of you. And so thank you for welcoming us, for bringing us here, and for... Um, really, providing a platform and an area for us to do what we love, mm-hmm. So Shannon does best, she yes. lets other people shine. And I'm so so grateful. Yeah, we you. love you. We love you, yeah. Shannon.
1: Yeah. I just have one thing I want to say: is that Shannon, like you, inspire us. Like mm-hmm. one thing that we're really committed to is talking about the women that inspire us and you are one of them. Right now, you are living the life that we hope to be living. I mean, you are yes. a loving partner, a loving mom, a loving community member, a teacher. I mean, I could go on and on and we look to you in that way and seeing like, like really and truly, I, I sometimes think like, okay, if Shannon can do it, I, <laughs> I can do it. And, like I mean that. And I mean, you're doing it so Beautifully and so gracefully, and with so much love and mm-hmm. support for everyone, and you're a connector. That's what mm-hmm. who you are, and um, I'm just so thankful that I am mm-hmm. connected to you. And no matter where I am in the world, I feel your connection, mm-hmm. and it's very special. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Ooh, you guys, <laughs> and to our besties that flew out. Our that
0: home. Yes. You guys have been our home. January come up here for the first teacher training we did. Yes, and
1: I talk about you constantly. Constantly. <laughs> yeah. like and really.
0: to I mean and to Kelsey for getting this all set up. Yes. For exactly. really oh. and, uh, yes. Above yes. and beyond always yes. you um you know something that I sense y'all know uh, yet what you have out here is spectacular. Yeah. Isn't oh it, it? is yeah. Special. Wow. And it is. It is. I mean, it literally. I said this a lot. was a gift to be here with you guys. Mm -hmm. You guys are something special. So keep. You know, our wish. I think for y'all is just to keep being the amazing humans that you're being. Keep supporting each other. Keep lifting each other up. Keep lifting Steamboat up. Because in that, you're lifting Colorado and the world up. And it is. um, You are phenomenal. Yeah. Goddesses. Yeah. (laughs) Goddesses. (laughs)